From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. Well, 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 well. Look what happened. Look what's, look, look what's going on, y'all. Oh, man. And a host of folks that I haven't seen in a minute that I love are on line. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Oh, man. Welcome to the Big Blue Roundtable opening week preview against the uh, Titans. As you know, they're in Tennessee in week one. And uh, welcome. This is your boy, Professor C, man. Hey, look. It's been a long time. You guys, I could tell by the line, um, I'm looking at the console and all the names are lighting up, and I could tell you guys must have missed some football. <laughs> you must have missed some football, man, because, you know, the other shows lately were preseason on camp, and, you know, they were all right, but, you know, you got, uh, this is crazy. All right, I wasn't prepared for this. Not really. But then again, maybe I was. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. This is your boy once again. Hey, listen. Later on, I'm going to talk about. Um, I want you guys to participate in the pickums. The pickums are back again. You know, um, here's the. You know what? Here is the lineup right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Normally, we tell you later on in the show. I'm going to tell you right now. It's Bills at the Rams. Write this down, y'all. Bills at the Rams. Packers at the Vikings. Bucks at the Cowboys. And Giants at the Titans. I'm going to do it again. Bills at the Rams. Packers at the Vikings. Bucks at the Cowboys. And Giants at the Rams. And that's 971 is the number. Y'all should know that by now, by the way. We've been doing this for like eight years or something like that. Listen to us live, man, on um, www.bleedblueshow.com or put the words Bleed Blue Show together. And you will just and just look it up, and you'll see that icon with the bleed blue and the rainbow on it, blue rainbow on it. We're going to do the survivor picks for week one, too, but I don't know which one to do yet, so I'll get back to you on that one. Um, we're on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, bleed blue show, bleed blue show, the bleed blue show, YouTube, whatever the hell you got. And we're going to talk about primarily this our opening week game, man, week one, yeah. And, you know, we're going to take a, take a look at these rosters, too, man, because um, I know all I've been hearing is a little bit of the controversy of certain people being held and certain people being let go, whatever. But that's what we're here for. This is the Bleed Blue Giant show, man. we got a whole, what, 18 weeks of this shit and, uh, to include the, uh, the bye week. So this is what we're going to be doing. Bear with me, y'all. I'm not in the best of health right now, but hang on with your brother for the next hour, and let's see where we go with this. So, from the top, from the top, from the top, where we at? Where we, where's my Where's my C note guy? Everybody, Carl's on the line. What's up, homies? Say Say hi to everybody, and let's keep and so so we can do these introductions right quick. What's up, bro? Pleasant good evening, Chris. It has been a long time since we have chatted. Uh, I held the eternity. promise of watching zero preseason snaps. So I have no knowledge of what has gone on or what has been discussed. So I want to be surprised by all of you tonight. Well, don't feel alone. Don't feel alone. Everybody's like that. I'm, I'm learning that as, as as the day goes on. You know, everyone <laughs> everyone's in the dark. But, but that's okay. That's okay. It's week one, like I said before. So hey, we're gonna learn together. This is what hey. It's also the first day of school everywhere. So I guess it goes in concert, right? So let's <laughs> move together, Carl. Carl is C notes. He'll be right back. Lady Blue, where are you? Hello, Mr. Christopher and Carl and everyone else on the line. I'm so happy that my favorite season of football is back. But no. I'm excited. I can't wait. But it's it's hard to believe that on Sunday we'll determine our mood for the next four months. <laughs> <laughs> it will. We have a lot of time to bug out, trip out, do whatever we do, man. But, it, hey, look. Look. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, the post game, call this very same number, 929-477-4171. Your boy will be right here. That's the post game on Sunday. Uh, Lady Blue, stand by, please, because I know my boy Bates is Absolutely. on the line. I see him right now. And what's up, Chief? This is my homie right here. 
What's going on? Take off mute, man. Yo. You got the mute button. Yeah, there you go. There you go. What's up, Chief? Hey, I'm good, brother. How are you? Are you? Hey, man. Hey, look, I'm here because <laughs> this is the Bleed Blue Show, baby. You know how we do every year about this time. We got to come on here and uh, we got to start the madness all over again. It's it's a uh, a ritual, you know, annual. We head we head to the mountain in our blue flag. You know how it goes, man, because you're the proprietor of all of this. You are stakeholder number one, man, frontliner number one. So you would know better than I would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I'm just really excited for the season to start. I don't know what's going to happen with our Giants, uh, but I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, so we're all in the same boat because I guess this would be the parochial show. I call it the parochial show. That's when you try to figure out where the hell we going, what we going to do, the whole nine yards. Be right back, homie. All right. I know this is my this is my man right here, DB Nation in the house. What's going on, Chief? Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Chris? Good to be back and ready to attack a certain someone. So I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, God. I, I know it's coming. It's coming of everybody Uh-oh. else. Uh-oh. We're starting this again? <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right. Be right back. All right. That's my man, though. Um, Worm, are you in the house? This is him. Hey, uh, Worm, are you there? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I had it muted. Thought it was How you doing, man? Long time no see. Hurry up, or Long whatever time. you want to call Long it. Long time no talk. Yeah, we're going to, we gonna. Um, yeah, everything's all right. We'll see you at the tailgate this year, obviously, besides these, these call-ins. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. October 2nd is going to be the big one. Okay, we'll get we'll get right back to that. Be right back, homie. Right. Let me just roll these you last two names around here. And I know this is my baby Kristen right here. How you doing, girlfriend? Hey, Professor and the Blue Blue family. It's so good to be back. Hello, Frontliners, too. Good to be back. Good to be back. Can't wait for this this season to start. Looking Mm -hmm. forward to it. That's right, right. In full effect. Yes, indeed. And last but not least, I think I know this guy. Uh, Sir, are you on the line? Zoom, man. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, everything's crazy. Everything's crazy. Week one, day, Swinging into it. Swinging into it. I guess. You know, oh. listen, man, I might be in social media jail after this, man. Let me tell you some of the uh, baseball heads that's on the line, man. I just got off a post, man. And, uh, I can't believe how so people could be so fucking ignorant, man. Listen, I'm going to be real quick, Chris, because I know we got a football show. We got to knock it out in about 50 minutes. How could okay? I love Aaron Judge. This is the Kristen. This is for the Carls. This is for the Worms. The governor of yep. New Jersey. That's Worm. Listen, Yankee man, fans. Yankees leave the fans. I love. I love Aaron Judge. Love Aaron Judge. But you cannot compare what uh, Otani has been doing in, with the Angels, with the home runs and the pitching. This is some Babe Ruth shit, and Yankee fans are so fucking ignorant. Uh, some Yankee fans. Some Yankee fans do not see the light, man. I love Aaron Judge. Love what he's doing with the home runs and all that shit, man. But come on, Chris, you a baseball historian? We talk about this all the time. The Negro League yep. and baseball. Yo, when you could do both the hitting and the pitching, objectively, you got to put that into a historical. That banana shit right there, man. Uh, I, I'm about to go to social media. Yeah, but you know what I think it is. Let me. Yeah, but you know what? Let me just say this right, right quick, um, Steve, and for all the Yankee fans on the line. Let me just say what's happening. Um, right now, see, the problem is, the problem, if you want to call it the problem, I, no, actually, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually with that thinking. I'm with you. But the truth of the matter is we don't, we, the casual fans, just don't seem to be in charge anymore of, of the destiny of our heroes. Aaron Judge is clean cut. He's at, he's in the Bronx with pinstripes, white pinstripes, every every night hitting fifty something home runs. And Otani's on a what fourth place club out in the West. And purists purists understand what you just said, Steve. But the the the, the, the media, the um the uh the, the poll takers, the cats that 
you know, really, really are the movers and shakers and, and sort of sort of will us. And the same thing thing goes for the NFL, sort of will us into um, their ways of thinking. They're running shit right now. And that's the problem. So that's it. And, and, that, and, and, and that goes to the point of kind of like kind of what we do. Now I'll bring this up on Monday with the baseball episode because some of these cowards are not going to call in and get cut the fuck out on the, the obvious what you just said. I am here right. for the Tennessee Titan matchups. I got the uh, my notes ready, so let's jump right into it. Let's reserve that for Monday's episode. So shout out to the stakeholders here, some uh, familiar voices. We can chop it up, man, and, and get week let's one on the it. way, man. Week one, week one, week one, Tennessee Titans, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, 1994774171, Bleed Blue Show. This is the week one preview. This is your boy, Professor Christopher Miles, chilling with my family. Oh, shit, they're here. All right. So listen, look, look, look. Um, okay. Well, everybody has a copy of the uh, practice squad, offensively and defensively. Everybody has their little um, uh, assessment of what they think this team is going to look like. Um, I'm, I'm personally happy going into the season that we have a brand-new regime. We'll talk about that some other time. Some things look the same. I don't know how they – no one really knows what – and, Carl, to your earlier point, no one really knows what, what, what the hell we're about to do, or as my uncle used to say when he was drunk, fitting to do. We don't know what we're fitting to do. I'm curious about tight end. Um, Daniel Bellinger, other people are really – um, they want to see Austin Calitro. You know, I want to see uh, my man, um, Taman Fox. We all have our little favorite things going on here. But the elephant in the room, and I need everybody's opinion. I got to start off with this question, man. <laughs> I need everybody's, uh, starting with um, um, Lady Blue on down. <sighs> Please give me your thoughts on the Blake Martinez cut. I'm going to say cut. I was going to say, uh, um, ex- you know, removal, but I'll just stay with cut. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. You people out there listening to our wonderful show, Lady Blue, we're going to start with you and go on down the line, babe. Uh, Who me? Two minutes. Two minutes on this. Yes, I'm starting with well, you. Well, about Blake, by the way, I, I was. By the way, by the way, what? everyone, before you say anything, Lady Blue, I want I want to um, give everybody a. Uh, I want everybody to know Lady Blue's going through some personal things, and I, I just want everybody to give her blessings, prayers, and love. She is the bomb. You, Everybody already knows who she is. She doesn't need any introduction anyway, but I just wanted to shout that out, let it be known that, you, you know, we love you like nobody. So there it is right there. Okay, babe? Thank you, darling. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've been going through some shit lately, but... I'm here with my Bleed Blue family, and I, it's nice to hear all these familiar face, uh, voices that I haven't heard in a long time. Hopefully we can do a Zoom again so we get to see everybody. But as far as Blake Martinez, I was madder than hell. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I did not see it coming. I really have not been kept keeping up. With everybody, with the team, like I should have been, because like I said, I've been going through some shit, but that's for a different story. But I was madder than hell. Um, let's just leave it at that. I, I was very mad. I, even though they say it was mutual, I don't know about that. I mean, other individuals took pay cuts to, mm-hmm. you know, for the cap. I don't know why they didn't do that. I think there's something behind the scenes that we don't know about that went down. But I don't know. I would love to have a mic in that locker room sometimes. But I'm looking forward to week about? one. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's all right. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Go ahead to week one. Go ahead. You were saying. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm looking sorry. forward to week one. I'm hoping I get to watch it. I don't know if I can or not because I've got a family emergency i got to go to this weekend, which, trust me, it sucks because I'm sad that this happened, but I'm mad that I'm going to miss week one of football. So it's like a split thing with me. Well, it's a split thing with me. Football has always come first in my life. Come on. When I got married to Mario, I made sure it was on a bye week for Christ's sake. You know, I mean, I wasn't going to interrupt my wedding with football. We need the soundtrack. Hey, okay. So football is my priority. Let me tell you, football has always been my priority since I was like, Four years old, okay? When I was 
Actually, no, before that. When I learned how to walk, my grandfather gave me a, a football to play with when I was an infant. So I was in love with football. My very first game was the 70s when we beat Cincinnati Bengals in the 70s. So I've been, I mean, I've, football has been my priority. I have canceled Thanksgivings with family because they didn't have the NFL network. So, yeah, football is my priority, but... I'm just, I'm a little, I don't even know who's going to play on Sunday because I don't even know who's still on injured reserve, who's who's playing, who's not playing. I have no flipping clue. I know I'm looking forward to seeing some of the new people that we have. Well, you get ready to find out. You get ready to find out. Hold on. Let's just keep it moving. Stay stay with me, please. Okay. Uh, Hi, where was he at? I'm right here, family. Uh, I think the Blake Martinez move is is one of three or could be all three things, one being uh, Shane and uh, the ball looking to jettison um, key people in the uh, former GM locker built locker room, and uh, Martinez was one of those. Also, it could be a financial thing because of the Sarias cap situation uh, made by the former GM um, hey, they like to call it ghetto bum. And three, maybe he didn't fit into the offense and coming off a major injury at his age wasn't the same kind of player. So those could be the three reasons. Um, I would like to say I am all for getting rid of, rid of Gettleman players or Gettleman uh, loyal players because that culture was not a winning culture. And it wasn't a culture that we need to uh, hold on to any player for. So that's why you see some of these moves that we think don't make any sense. A lot of the other moves that don't make any sense is because we can't afford these people and because of our cap situation. So as you see with Slayton taking a pay cut and other folks taking a pay cut and things like that. Um, So I'm okay with it. Shane has a very difficult job, and I like what I'm seeing so far. Um, as they're working on the culture, I uh, see the, the legends coming back in for preseason. I haven't seen that in a long time, if ever. Um, people believing in the team again and, and building that culture from the ground up, and that's the first step. Um, don't know what's going to produce on the field. We're having tremendous injuries already going into the season and um, still unsure about the offensive line. Unsure about the wide receiver core. We're definitely unsure about our, about the current quarterback, and we're unsure about the performance of our star running back. So, and there's litany of questions on defense too. So, it's a lot of lot of question marks going into the season of what the Giants' identity will be. But um, I like the direction that the organization is moving forward in. As do I. For the information, though, everybody, I'm giving everybody, uh, you know, you'll hear, the, you'll hear the buzzer go off. The reason for that is I want everybody to talk. Everybody needs to get in. And I need to hear you guys' voice. I ain't heard it in like eight months, so you gotta, I got to get you on. Carl, C-Notes, what's up? Greg Martinez. So I heard about this the other day, and I wanted to check into it. So we got a couple of things here, right? As Biggs as just said. The purging of all of, and you see, it's a, it's a continuous cycle now that we have seen, like the last like five, six years, right, where um, Shermer and Gettleman came in, they want to get rid of all the Reese guys. Now the new GM comes in, they want to get rid of all the Gettleman guys. Let's just hope and see if, if this regime stays on long enough where the next guy doesn't have to get rid of these guys. We'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. But the, from the money standpoint, so they asked Martinez to take a pay cut back in the spring from $7 million, um, of, of at least $7 million. But he took the pay cut, and they still cut him anyway. So as it turns out, they ended up, as opposed to saving $8.5 million by, if they would have released him in the spring, they only saved $6.5 million by releasing him now. A little odd, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think? Um, but I guess I also what happened in training camp is that, um, well, two things. One, he was not being given the uh, the defensive signals anymore. That was being passed along to McKinney. So he was already being phased out in training camp. And then I guess the, the, the final straw, I guess if you, if you were noticing it closely, was that when captains were uh, announced, 
he was not named one of the captains, and then on the very next day he was cut. So it looked like there was a a, a phasing out of him to begin with um, that was in place, and maybe folks that were you know intent or in tune to training camp may not have noticed it as explicit as it I guess had been going on during that period of time. But you know what? Listen, Martinez when he was signed, I know a number of us had some issues with the signing to begin with, saying, hey. You know, you're basically, you know, signing what the Packers' fourth best linebacker to make him your best player on defense, which was always going to be very, very suspicious. He had a halfway decent first year. Um, I know he was given a nickname by someone on the program. I forgot, but you know what? You can that position's always in need of upgrading, and they were just as bad with him and just as bad without him. So, was he going to make a difference? Got Not really. Got it. That's Carlos. He knows everybody. Uh, worm. Two minutes, sir. Blake Martinez. I mean, if you really go back and look at the first two preseason games, he never played. I don't even think he was dressed for them. And usually the third preseason game, which now is the last preseason game, your starters don't play at all. And he played just about a good portion of that game. So, I mean, if you really go back and look at it, you really shouldn't be surprised that he's not on this team. You know, he, the best thing is is that he, he wasn't healthy enough and he wasn't fully recovered. And it was a medical decision that the staff made based on the reports that they got from their uh, team physicians. I mean, I, I'm really not surprised he's not on this team. I'm disappointed. I liked him, but I'm, just, I'm not really surprised at all. I just don't think he was healthy enough. And I don't think he showed the Giants enough in that, in that last preseason game because – Usually by then the starters have their positions locked up, and it's really for bubble players that are trying to break. Basically, it. He just okay. didn't make the roster. All right, that's warm, everyone. Uh oh. This this man BB he calls Cornflake Martinez, and I can't wait for his two minutes right now. Okay. Good, BB. DB. Oh, sorry, I don't mute. Well, just to be brief, just to be brief about it, there's no one happier about this news than me. When I heard it, I wasn't surprised either, just like Worm said, because it was just the inevitable uh, thing that was going to happen. And also, too, like Carl said, sorry, I'm, I'm driving. Sorry about that. I'm thing. Um, also, too, but Carl said, look. All the, all the ghetto bum products, get them out of here. We need a clean house. We don't need any throwers. You got, you got to don't just clean the middle of the living room. You got to move the furniture and clean in the corners too. Get all that mold and dust out of here. And Cornflake Martinez was part of that mold and dust. We, we don't need any of that anymore. You know, so it, it's fantastic now. Um, Chris, can I talk about what I wanted to talk about, or we're still on the Cornflake Martinez thing? Because not, no, no, there's only, there's, okay. No, that's all I wanted to ask. I got you. Got to come back around. Got to come back around. I got. To... Okay. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy about the news. Great news. Uh, Kristen, Kristen, come on and give me two minutes, love. Oh man, that's funny. I that it. I don't. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, the injury scared the hell out of people, and you know I have to go with the other guys that. You know, he's injured now, so he's not going to be the stellar player that we need him to be. That's it. we got to get rid of the old and bring in the new and the hungry and the ready. Ready to play, healthy guys, you know, nothing banged up, no used parts. Let's just go in guns blazing. But I do, I am really looking forward to Ojolari and Williams. Um, hopefully they'll do some damage this year, but we need to stabilize this whole team. We need <laughs> we need stability. That's what we need. I'm looking forward to Thibodeau. I, he's probably not going to play next uh, this week, but he will be uh, back after this week, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm looking forward to Thibodeau and Neil. Let's breathe some new life on the O. And Galladay, I don't know why we're still – Hanging this, hanging around with this guy, but I was surprised that he's still here. Honestly, I am really, really surprised. 
Well, okay. Well, all right. We'll be right back. Azul, your thoughts on um, on um, Cornflake Martinez, <laughs> as BB said. <laughs> oh, before I get, before I get into Cornflake Martinez, man, I gotta address that Galladay situation. And um, if they feel like they wanted to cut him under the threshold of the salary cap. The Giants could have, but he really, really knew more than Blake Martinez to the roster, so it would probably cost him more. But my issue more so with Gallagher than anything is, I mean, the numbers don't lie as far as targets between Matthew Stafford and Kenny Gallagher, and look what Cooper Cup has become. Daniel Jones does not throw to his number one receiver, i.e. Golden Tate, i.e. Gallagher, but, hey, we can talk about that later. Blake Martinez. Doesn't doesn't really surprise me, Chris. I mean, we already looked at the salary cap issues at the end of last year. Anybody on that roster could have been cut, including Saquon Barkley. And it's really about trying to. It's really about a meeting point when people get cut. So, what Blake Martinez is coming off an ACL injury to me is saying the money, the amount of money that he was trying to be or he wanted to make. Is not meeting the threshold when he sustained that injury, the injury, and it did not meet that value. So at the end of the day, he had to be a casualty. The Giants ain't. And that's another thing we should we should we should talk about it at the end of this episode on top of the Pickles. Where are the Giants going to finish in this division? I don't see the Giants winning the division anyway, so it makes sense. So that's my thoughts on Blake Martinez in in a nutshell. So um, I mean, he gives you a lot of tackles and. And, and you know his years in Green Bay, but as a as a giant with this current roster, I just do not see it, bro. I just don't see it as far as impact, playoffs, things of that nature. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to do something I normally no, never do, and I'm going to go ahead and agree with everybody's thoughts because I do. Everybody that that this is a cerebral ass um, podcast, man, because everybody said something that was solid and made sense, and yes, we're all in agreement that he should have left. I'm just concerned about one thing that he was good at, okay? And it's been my life experience that he, I don't care if you even, if you're working on a car or you're starting on in a garden or whatever, it really helps when a bunch of young dudes have that one head that's been around a minute, especially a locker room presence and a comforting cat that will kind of like lead you on and, 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 and encourage you. Okay. Not just a coordinator, but a player, somebody that's got a uniform on like you. I don't see anybody in our roster that has that defensively. I think the closest is probably maybe a little bit of Leonard Williams, maybe a little bit of Dexter. I'm not sure, but I hope these young boys actually step to the plate and we've got 18 weeks to look at it and find out. So, that's just my little tay-to-tay on that. Can I, I, can I, can I interject real quick before you move on? Yes, sir. Cool. Quick question. Yes. If not him, then who? Because somebody had to go. Are we talking Saquon Barkley? Are we talking about Kenny Yo, Yarday? I agree. Had like, like who, somebody, had to get, somebody had to go. So You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that Joe Shane said, I can't take these numbers. And he's been trying. He's, he's a numbers man. He's been dealing with that since he got here. I'm also thinking that the ball's like, look, I want to without the ball. Um, Martindale is looking at him and going, nah, man. You know, it, it, you're not healthy enough for me to even work with. You know, to, to Worm's point, I think there's a little bit of mixture of everything. But I think they're just, you know, what it had to be him. If it, it, it had to be him, in retrospect or whatever, yeah. it had to be him. He he did not play the the, the preseason. I don't think that was a sincere move that, that Carl um, um, brought up earlier about um, when they when he took the play, uh, pay cut. I don't think they were going to keep him anyway. I think they knew back then. And um, you know what else he is? Gone. Gone. We got we got to move this on, bro. Right. We got to move this on. Right. All right. I want to know. I want to. I want everybody's two minutes about this game, man. It's this. Uh, I know we, we have a prediction coming up and all. I don't want you guys to actually predict it. I just want you know I want to talk about the I want to talk about um, our first game of the year, you know, um, you know how you forecasted, how, what do you see, what do you hope to see, um, what's your concerns, whatever. Can you if you can pack that into two minutes, I'd really appreciate it. Starting with Lady Blue. <laughs> 
I just want to see the injuries stop. I want to see consistency. I want to see them gel on the field. I don't want to see any more butterfingers, blown coverages, and bullshit. Like we, I mean, yeah, we we won all our preseason games. Woohoo! I don't care a crap about preseason. We we, but I want to see gelling on the field. I want to see them connecting. I want to I want to see holes being made open for our running backs and our secondaries to do better because some of them are getting too burnt like toast. I just I want to see a team again. It has been so long since this group had really anything consistently good to say about our team in years. That's what I want and that's what I pray for. <laughs> I mean, but I'm all in all, I'm just glad football's back, dude. I am just ecstatic about football. I have told everyone that I'm busy for the next four months to just, you know, I'm just very happy about football. There's just a lot of things we need to see because we have so many new players and new people and people being switched to other positions because of injuries it's really hard to predict what's going to happen because like we all know it's any given Sunday, any given play, any given inch or yard can happen. I just pray that the injury bug will just go away and leave us alone for a little while. I want to see our players play. I want to see what they can do. I want to, you know, I want to see how they can handle the pressure, the game, how, you know, the quickness of, of it's going to be. I just want a really good, productive season. I mean, as long as we do better than last year, I'll be happy. I just want something for us to all be happy and to cheer about for once because we've all been miserable for so long that I don't think we remember what it was like to have a winning season. That's what I want for us, all of us. (laughs) What's the winning season? We'll find out probably in 2023. Um, All right. Thank you, Lady Blue. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Um, D Bates, frontline extraordinaire. You you up, sir? Well, for this for this game right here, um, I just really want to see what's going to happen on all three phases. I want to see how Kafka is going to call the offense. I want to see this new offense that we haven't really seen. We just saw, you know, basics, uh, you know, sets in uh, preseason. Um, I think it's going to be uh, really heavy, heavily on on the run game with Saquon, and, and they talked about a lot of play action. So um, yeah. that seems to be the goal. With this matchup, um, I think we have a decent chance. I don't think the, uh, the defense, at least on the back end, is not that great. Um, but play better. Um, we put up some points in the preseason, so that's promising. On the defense, we got to have Don in the box. Uh, Love's going to have to be at the line a lot. Um, yep. You know, Derrick Henry is a load, and they're going to have to learn to wrap up and tackle. And, you know, like I said, put Don in the box and hopefully catch him in third and long. And, you know, Martindale's probably going to do some exotic blitzing. You know he's going to let them people go. So Adoree and whoever else is back there is going to have to be able to cover. Um, so that's going to be the key. And just on special teams to try to limit the mistakes and just tackle and, and play, be fundamentally sound, and we could be in the game. If we don't do those things, it will be a long day for us because, you know, like I said, Derrick Henry, even with nine in the box, is a load. You know, he's – pushing grown men out the way with one hand. So um, I'm really concerned about that. If, and we, we haven't, you know, the last couple of years, we haven't really been great at stopping the run. So that's a big concern for me. And I uh, just don't know what to expect from the offense, especially injury-wise. I don't know. Who, we don't even know who's starting uh, in the wide receiver realm. Um, so that's concerning for me. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of unknown, and I hate that. That's the part where you can't – I can't even talk good, sh- you know, proper shit to other teams because I, I really don't know what to expect. I mean, it's, it's a little disheartening because you can't really talk your shit because I don't know what to expect. No one knows what to expect. And, no one does. It's yeah. a little tough. That is. Frontliner Bates himself, ladies and gentlemen. 
Carl, C-Note, two minutes. Tell us about your expectation for game one, week one. Uh, well, my expectations are I have no expectations. Um, listen, <laughs> first week is always weird. You know, there's going to be some fluky results somewhere around the league coming up on Sunday. Teams that you don't think might win at all will shock you and have an upset this week. So that is yep. in play. Um, as far as from what I can tell, um, with the Giants' offense, like, is the offensive line improved? I don't know. That's the basis point. I know this. I keep looking at – I was looking at the depth chart on, on, the, uh, on the secondary, and I was like, who the hell are these guys? You know, I don't know if any of those guys are any good, but something tells me that they're not. And if the Titans want to throw the ball, I don't know if they have guys that can, that can catch the ball right now. I know they traded away uh, – um, AJ Brown and, and drafted a rookie. I don't know if healthy. Um, so that's you know that that kind of keeps the game. You would think in theory like close, but the way I have looked at this season is very simple. Um, unlike um, Lady Blue, who is looking for improvement, I have treated this season as nothing more than a purge season because these the guys that came in and took over basically took over like the worst job ever. You know, money-wise, player-wise, draft capital-wise, all that. And there's probably about five players on this team that will be on the team two years from now. Like, you could have everybody else. I, I could pro- I'll probably keep, like, four guys. You can keep everybody else. And so they have to basically you, get through you this honestly season. Think we have, wait, 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 wait. You honestly think we have bad draft capital coming in? You really think so? Before um, the pre-draft? Bad I draft relative. I think relative to the number, like, for instance, I don't think they – I think you would – based on the current composition of the roster, the Giants need far more draft capital than to build this thing. Okay. But let me ask you something. What do you think their draft grade was after, after draft night? What, what I don't you, do draft which, grades. Would... I, I don't do draft grades. Okay. I, 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 think, I, I think draft I mean, grades I... are dumb, to be honest with you. Okay, so how do you think they did? How do you think they came out? What would you say? I think they got the two best players that they could get relative okay. to where they were drafting. I know right. there was some there was some um, anger or what or confusion about them drafting the defensive end, which I'm I'm finding now a lot of people seem to like. I find that a little odd that how folks had one thought about them about the kid in April and have a much different thought on him in September. I just find that will be a little bit interesting. Okay. All right, Carl, C note. Worm, you up for your two minutes, sir. All right. Uh, going into Sunday, I mean, touch on Galladay real quick. You can't cut him this year. It's not feasible. You can't take a, a cap at a 14.25 and cut him. Mm-hmm. So he's he's here. You want to get rid of him will be next year when it's only a four-point-something cap hit. So just – you got to suck it up and deal with it this year. Um, looking into this game, Galladay should be healthy. Tony should be healthy. I mean, they should be able to exploit some matchups in this Titans secondary, which is which has some liabilities. Uh, looking at the Titans' offensive line, they lost two of their good in- interior linemen, and Derrick Henry is going to be missing them a lot. And we should be able to come up and, and stuff the run like the Giants usually do. They play great run defense. Uh, I'm expecting them to really be able to, to limit Henry with the losses on their offensive line. Um, as far as their, re- I mean, Tannehill, I wasn't really a fan of them. Um, they lost AJ Brown. They lost Julio Jones. You got Robert Woods, who's coming off an ACL injury. So their receivers are, are shit. Um, looking at it, I, I really honestly, if they can get into a smash mouth situation with, with the Titans, I really wouldn't be surprised if the Giants pull an upset and come out with a win on week one. I, I really wouldn't be. Um, okay. I would I, I have feel somewhat confident with them based on the deficiencies that the Titans have on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I, I have no issues with the Giants this week. I think, should, I think we'll be all right. 
especially the cover. All right. Worm, everyone. That's my man right there. Oh, DD Nation. Stand up. Let's get it. So, uh, in terms of what Worm said, I, I pretty much going to piggyback, man, because let's look at this offensive line. I haven't felt this confident. And, again, we still don't know, but with the players that we have in place, Glowinski from the Colts, um, I forget to do from the Bills, the center, we have a stout offensive line, and then that rookie from Alabama is not too shabby either. So I feel good about our chances running the football, but as one caller said, and it's stuck in my mind since she said it, the stability and the consistency is the big question mark at that quarterback position. That's the only thing that makes me uh, nauseous when I think about this game is because of employee number eight, Dumpster Dan. That part is the part because, like like you said, uh, stop, stopping the run, we got some linebackers right now. That's why, Conflict Martinez, you can kick rocks, bro. This dude, um, I keep forgetting his name, number 59, that linebacker who we got. We got the rookie from Indiana. We still have Tay Crowder who, who makes plays. Our linebackers can come up and stop this run. And I don't know if Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be playing or not, but I feel good in terms of um, if it comes to a smash-mouth game. Secondary-wise, the corners are my only kind of question mark, even though the Titans receivers aren't all that. Tannehill, I'm not impressed with. He's a game manager. However, if he starts thinking it up and they put in Malik Willis, it's going to be a problem because Malik Willis is that guy. So that's the only thing, the only X factor right now is Malik Willis because I didn't know about those two interior linemen who won't be there for the Titans. So that's a win for the Giants defense right there in terms of obviously Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry, but he still needs that help. He still needs to get to those second and third levels. So um, it's going to be interesting, but it's going to come down to that moron number eight. You know, we got to see because, you know, out with the old, in with the new, or like I like to say, out with the scrubs and in with the goons. Out Out with the scrubs and in with the goons. It's time to make it happen. So, Giants really going to be taking care of business on the ground this whole season as long as uh, Saquon and that O-line stays healthy. Lee Blue. Lee Blue. Dre Graham, you got uh, you got two minutes, man. I don't know why you showed up so damn late, but you got two minutes to tell me what you think is going to happen on week one. Welcome back, homie. Because, wait, what's up? Because I'm at the airport. You know I stay traveling. Milwaukee. About to fly out of Milwaukee. But anyway, I'm going to keep it short and sweet right now. This is my take on it. Can y'all please give me some good foods gold? And I'm going to explain this. For the, for the longest, you do you guys do know that we play eight preseason games. Let me explain. We don't play competitive football until we get out of September, like week five. Then we start getting better. Please give me some food gold, food gold, and eat be 500 in September or at least a, a real winning record? At least win the first game. When, I mean, when the last time we won the first game? 2016. When have we had a winning record in September? I can't even tell you. It's been so long. See what I'm saying? Okay, and I, 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 I hear what everybody's saying. I, I, I hear what everybody's saying about Tannehill, but Tannehill is a game manager. He got the best game manager option in the game. If Henry starts tearing us up, I don't give a damn who he got at wide receiver. They're going to eat us up because you play action all day. We're going to jump the run, and it's going to open up the pass no matter who he has at receiver. So I'm worried about that. Don't, 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 let, don't, don't let them off easy because they got Tannehill and they traded away Brown and they got Julio. Stars will be made at wide Mark my words. Stars will be made at wide receiver if Derrick Henry Runs all over us because that play action is going to open up. You better believe okay. that, and that's that, that's all I got to say about that. I'm doing you. So we'll see. Like I said, I'll see you. On, I'll see you on Sunday. Same number. Right after the game, Christian. Got you. Got you. You up. Well, I'd like to see the penalty. I want to see no penalties. That'd be nice. But I'd like to see the defense do well, other than the red zone. They do very well in the red zone, and other than that, they don't do too well. Um, Stabilization, again, be consistent. I know Martindale is um, a blitz man, 
So we need to do that on, on Sunday with Tannehill. We've got to pressure that man. We've got to shut him down. If you put Tannehill yeah. and DJ together, there's no competition. DJ is not a play caller. Tannehill, if he sees something, he's going to say something and stop it. DJ just rolls with what he's, whatever he's told, that's what he does. If you see something, say something. So we really need to communicate this year. Um, looking forward to Kafka. Hopefully he can do something with this offense. You know, we've got all, we've got all of our players in a row. We've just got to coach them up. Let's coach them up. Defense and offense. Offense, we have to be more persistent and we have to be more progr- um, progressive and aggressive this year. But let's, let's win. We've got to do better than 4-13. and 13. We've got to. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Azul, let's have it, homie. Listen, man, I heard everybody what they spoke, but I really loved what the worm said and DB Nation. So I want to actually ask my questions to them in particular, but let me get back to the points with the game. Um, listen, I think the, the Titans' uh, defensive players, uh, with the pickups they got with Bud Dupree, uh, Zach Cunningham, that's the guy we've been talking about when he came out of uh, Vanderbilt, in particular, Jeffrey Simmons. Um, I think they could make a lot of difference on that defense for the. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. So I think they could make a lot of defense uh, uh, differences with them uh, on the defense. But let me ask, uh, I'm going to ask Worm and DV Nation in particular, if you don't mind me asking before we get to the pick. So, okay. Worm, let me ask you this, man. Feliciano versus uh, Jeffrey Simmons on a one-on-one matchup, 100% of the snaps. Who wins 100%? What's the split on the, on the snap? Same question for DB Nation. Then I'll come back after that. Warren, if you're still with us, uh, can be, if you can answer that question. Who wins that matchup 100% of the time out of, out of 100%? Warren, uh, where are you, homie? Hey, I'm right here. Or maybe he's going. I, I don't I know. Okay. I couldn't hear it. You said it was like fading in and out. I was just saying, um, Jeffrey Simmons on the D-line versus, let's say, Feliciano, Kowalinski in that matchup in that A-gap. Who wins that matchup out of 100% of the snaps? I honestly, I hate to sound like a homer, but I, I really like this offensive line the Giants got. I, I think they can create a pocket. They did it in the preseason games that they had. Their technique was 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 sound, their footwork was there, their hand placement was there. I like our offensive line. I really do. It, it's been 10 years right, cool. since I've said I actually love the line. Okay, but right, same question DB. for DB Nation. DB Nation, same question for DB Nation, and then I'll, final, I'll follow with my final thought on that. Okay, can you hear me? Yep. Can you guys hear? Yep. All right, so yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna to go, and I'm being um, – lenient here, I'm going to go 70-30 in, in favor of the Giants because, like, like Worm said, that old line, they got some pieces because we always do our homework, look at look these guys up, look at their videos and highlights, and uh, Glowinski from the Colts, like, these, these guys were studs on their teams. So now we have them along with those two tackles that we've needed for so long. If anything, 70-30, Steve. I bet. Cool. I'm kind of leaning fifty-five-forty-five Titans. But I also will add this as an adamant, and I think this plays into our favor. And I think when I was looking at Derrick Henry's stats at the start of each season, uh, he doesn't necessarily get going to the middle of the season. And like Worm said adequately, he stole a lot of my points. A lot of their offensive line has changed. We may have a shot as long as we can dis- disrupt the uh, the off- uh, the defensive game plan with the run stop. So that's my thoughts on that. I have a lot more to say, but I know we're kind of running on time. we got to get to the pick, Survivor, and all the other shit. So I might put it up on the post or on Twitter or, 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 or FB, and we'll go from there. Let me just say this. I think, well, first of all, the Titans do got a nice line, but Harold Landry tore his ACL. He's gone for the season. He's their mm-hmm. back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's right, their, right. He's their guy. And also, I'm counting on a little nerves here from, from Neil and Thomas and Glowinski and everybody else. But I have to be a giant in this situation. And eat, because I don't – okay, that's another – that's the other um, part that we're getting ready to get into. So, hold on. Let me cut it right there. All right, y'all. Look here. Here's the pick situation. 
Bills at Rams. Steelers at Vikings. Bucks at Cowboys. Giants at Titans. So let's do it again. Bills at Rams. Packers at Vikings. Bucks at Cowboys. And of course, us in um in Tennessee. So we are going to start from the top. And we're going to start it with Lady Blue, and she's going to give us the picks. Let's do it. All right. Three Rams, four Packers, two Bucks, one Giants, and my survivor pick is the Chiefs. Thank you, my dear. Frontline extraordinaire. You up. Thanks, where you at? Yeah, let me get yeah, I'm here. You get, you got me. I got you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four Packers. I'm gonna go three Bucks, uh, two Rams, and one Giants. And Survivor pick. I didn't even look. Who's playing the Jets? I think the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens. <laughs> okay, bet. bet. Carl, give it to me, man. <laughs> can, I, can I take the Ravens, too? Yes, you can. All right, I'll take, I'll take them. Put the, mark, mark that down for me. Um, let me go. Let's go Tampa Bay 4, uh, Tennessee 3, um, the Rams two and Minnesota one. Bam. Worm. Worm, worm, worm. All right. You there? Yep. Right you here. Me? I'm yep. gonna go with the Bills at four. Uh the Packers at three. I'm gonna go Dallas at two and the Giants at one. Beautiful. Beautiful. Incredible DNA. And then, uh, oh, Survivor. This is Survivor. The Survivor pick, I'm going to keep the uh, keep the ball rolling and go with uh, Baltimore over the uh, sorry ass Jets. Okay. Fair enough. Got it. Uh, DB. All right, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Bills at four. I'll do... Bucks at three, Giants at two, and Packers at one. And my survivor pick gonna be the Chargers. Perfect. Got you. Dre Graham, you still in the house? Dre Graham, I still got you on. You want to yeah, let me get um, yeah, I'm here. Let me get uh, Buffalo 4, Green Bay 3, Giants 1, and Bucks 2. And my survivor, let me get Miami over uh, the uh, Patriots. Got it. Got it. All right. Kristen, you're up. Uh, Rams 4, Bucks 3, Pack 2. Who else? Giants to Titans, baby. Last one. The important one. Mm. Okay. Yep, that's mine. Azul. Kristen, your survivor pick. Chief. She said it. Chief. Sorry, I didn't hear it. I'm with you, Blue. I'm with you, Lady Blue. Azul. Yeah, I got the same picks as Carl, but except except the one my one is actually the Packers, not the Vikings. So I'm going with Packers, and my survivors the Colts. Alrighty, I'm gonna go ahead and say Bills four, Vikings three, Bucks two. Giants one, and I'm gonna go with the Chiefs as my survivor pick. Alrighty now. Okay. Oof. 
I, it, it felt hard to get that out of my mouth, man. It really, it really did. It really did. All right, y'all. We got four minutes left, and I want to hear your final thoughts on this bleep, wonderful week one bleed blue show roundtable. And we're gonna set it off at the top with Lady Blue. Uh, my final thoughts is I just can't wait to for the start of the season starting tonight, and I can't wait to see what our team looks like. What the hell? That was me. That was. Oh. And I can't wait to see what our team looks like, and we will bleed blue no matter what. But I'm hoping for a good year. Thank you, dear. Lady Blue, we love you. You know this. All right. Thanks, sir. Well, I'm looking, you know, to see a win. Uh, Hopefully it's a close game. And, you know, looking to see what the offense looks like, looking to see what the defense looks like, and see what our identity uh, is going to be moving forward. And just hopefully we keep the injury level down through this game and we can, you know, build that run game up and get that play action going. So I think we have a shot, and uh, I'll be there to see it. I'll be in Tennessee for anyone who will be in Tennessee. We're coming up Sunday after Sunday morning. So bleed blue. Bleed blue. That's Fred Lala extraordinary So That's the brother big. Worm, final thought. Well, it's going to be nice this year when uh, we're not going to watch the Giants run the ball as a quarterback sneak three times inside the yeah, five-yard line on their side of the field. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. That's your final thought, bro? Yeah, all and, right. you know, it's, well, it's going to be nice to get back to the season, see everybody up up at Giant Stadium, and it should be a good year. It should be a lot better than last year. Appreciate it, bro. Uh, got it. Let me see. Where's Carl at? There you are. So there you go. Yeah, I'll also be. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Kristen. Hey, good to hear everybody's voice after all these months. Uh, I'll also be in Nashville as well. Be flying down there on Saturday. Uh, This will be, I think, my third or third opening day in the last six years. So we'll we'll see how we'll see how this plays out. But um, hey, listen, I have no expectation. You know, I'm just going to go and hope, you know, hope for the best, expect whatever. And uh, let's see how the season plays out. I do want to say, last thing, I think we need to set the proper expectations for the season because I've been noticing that there's a group of fans out there that actually believe that the team is going to be doing more than I think is what is to be expected. And we don't want to set up a situation where we are. That's a perfect segue to the post game. That will will, I'll I'll be there for that. So no doubt about it. I appreciate it. All right, uh, 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 DB, real quick, give it, give it, give it to us, bro. Yeah, real quick, it's good to be back. It's good to hear these familiar voices as well. But this might sound a little odd, but it might actually come down to the, which secondary plays better because we both know both teams um, should be able to establish the run. But that's the part where I'm thinking about the corners because I, I like our safeties that we have. Obviously, Xavier McKinney. You know, even Dane Belton, the safety from Iowa, I'm glad we kept him. Um, but with all this play action, talk, with all this play action talk going on, uh, that or the blitzing from, from from Martindale, with all the blitzing, guess what? When you blitz, those corners and safeties will have to get, get into some sort of man coverage. So the secondary is going to have to be on their toes. But I feel like the Giants can pull this one out as long as we can establish that run with Saquon. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. That's my man, Kristen. Let's be productive and win games. Stay healthy. Blue blue. Blue blue. Azul. I'll be watching the game like everybody else. I'm gonna watch all the games like everybody else and uh, go blue. And uh, I don't see us winning this game, but we'll talk about it on the post game and chop it up on Sunday uh, evening. I want to thank Lady Blue, the great Azul. Christian, Ray Graham, frontline extraordinaire himself, Bates, Carl at the C notes, my man DB Worm. Well, that was 
the preview for week one. We'll all meet back here after the game. This is the beginning of a very interesting year. One thing none of us talked about, we'll talk about it when, when um, our, our post game as well, will be the fact that I have one prevailing thought. And nobody's mentioned it, but here it goes. Daniel Jones, you better not fuck this one up, bro, at all. This is really your coming out party here under a new regime. With all of this, all of this pressure we've already endured, don't fuck this up. That's all I have to say about that. That is all I'm going to say about that. All right. This, uh, if you ever want to hear the Bleed Blue Show, you got a lot of options. You got iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, the um, Bleed Blue fan page, and and all of that good stuff. It's all there. That and the Knicks and the Yankees and the Rangers are all there for you to enjoy, including this show when you heard all of these wonderful freaking people that know their football and know their sport and know their team. You, If you really want to enjoy it, you need to tune back in here to 929-477-4171. Hey, sangre azul, everybody. I'll see you on Sunday we, after we win this game and, and all that excitement will come out of your voices. And I just can't wait. Everybody, bleed blue. Thank you so much, too. Appreciate that. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.